Welcome to NARAL's The Morning After. Each Thursday, our podcast brings you the latest on reproductive health care, progressive politics, and the fight to keep abortion safe and legal. NARAL's The Morning After is a production of NARAL Pro-Choice Ohio. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ProChoiceOH. Enjoy the show! Hi, I'm Gabe. I'm Callie. Hi, I'm Bushido. <sighs> Five days left. Five days left? Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday Sunday, Sunday Monday. Monday. We're recording on Thursday, so five, five days left. Counting down the days to this huge, important midterm election. Yes. Have you guys seen that um, early voting is up 500% in Texas and Georgia? Should be up that much here. Did you see I that? don't know what the results are here yet. Did you see that <laughs> Oprah is going to actually go out and canvass yeah. for Stacey Abrams? Oprah that, and Will Ferrell. Yeah, Will's already been like canvassing. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, I don't know what I would do <laughs> if I opened the door and there was Oprah and or Will Ferrell there. I'd be like, has Wouldn't anyone just freak out? Has yeah. anyone ever told you that he looked like Will Ferrell? <laughs> yeah, I get that. <laughs> John Legend is going to be doing events uh, across Ohio. Yeah. So, is he from Ohio? Yes. He is. Okay. He's from Springfield. Yes. Okay. Um, Chrissy, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. John Legend. E- EGOT John Legend yeah. is from Ohio. You know who I don't want knocking doors? That other guy that lives in Ohio near Springfield. Yeah. He just seems like a weirdo. Dave, what's his name? I, don't, I forgot his name already. Dave Chappelle? That guy. Oh, you don't want Dave Chappelle knocking on your door? I don't. I would love Dave Chappelle to knock on my door. I just, I feel like he's a weirdo. <laughs> he's very funny. I sold Dave Chappelle a hoodie once when I worked at The Gap in college. Really? Uh, yeah. He came in. He was totally cool. It was just after uh, Half Bake came out in theaters. Oh, that's so funny. A long time ago, youngin. I don't, um, I don't know anything about this movie. Uh, yeah, you're still young. It's, it's go, go just ahead. goofball Gabe. stoner movie. Right. But he came in and everyone was like, oh, that's Dave Chappelle. Like it was still, you know, kind of early in his career. Right. And he, I, somewhere in my collection of stuff, <laughs> I have a Gap business card with Dave Chappelle's autograph on it. Oh, that's so it. funny. So, when did you graduate from college? A long time ago. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I would, I would love it if Dave Chappelle, uh, his mom in Yellow Springs is really the person that we should be like giving a shout out to because yeah. she is just an amazing, <laughs> uh, just, you know, great person, terrific activist, oh, I didn't uh, know that. member of clergy in the, the Yellow Springs community. So she's cool. That's cool. I did not know that. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but big election coming up, probably the biggest midterm that mm-hmm. we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, really sort of a statement of approval or disapproval on the Trump administration. Absolutely. I did see an article that said abortion could be the uh, key issue turning out more Democrats than Republicans this year. And I was like, I hope so. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And also millennials are actually supposed to get out and vote as well. I think the numbers I've seen have been pretty on par with like past election cycles, but maybe we'll be pleasantly surprised by yeah, next Wednesday. Well, that's Yeah, that's what I read, so we'll yeah. see if it happens. I already voted. Yeah. Well, um, I did too. Got my sticker on my... <laughs> if, if you're if you're not watching the YouTube video, you're missing us in our awesome purple hoodies. I might go tomorrow. I might wait till Tuesday. We'll see. Uh, if you take your I vote, I Ohio voting sticker to Lynn Fruit Farm, you can get a free quart of apple cider on Tuesday. <laughs> I'm sure the line's going to gonna be... Uh, right. If you're a veteran, you can get a half peck of Gold Rush apples on Veterans Day. <laughs> uh, you're all about the seasonal produce again. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you know, if 
if millennials needed a reason to turn out, the change in this country yeah. from you know that Obama Camelot that we all loved right. for eight years. Not saying it was perfect, <laughs> right? But boy, oh. do I miss right. it! <laughs> Absolutely, just the quiet and like the lack of scandal in comparison to this. I mean, it was like a normal administration yeah. where things were normal, <laughs> right? Yeah, uh, you know, and and looking at. Uh, apart, speaking of uh, President Obama, you know, what he created in terms of the a potential structure to move the country forward, specifically in terms of health care, right. the Affordable Care Act, um, and and the, the individual parts of that that are so important to people. Um, and that has become kind of the last big issue, the right. last big debate point in this uh, race for governor here in Ohio mm-hmm. between Cordray and DeWine. It's it's the issue of pre-existing conditions. Yes. You know, as a person moves on in life uh, and they need to get health care from, you know, graduating college and mm-hmm. moving on off to your parents' plan to that first right. job, Absolutely. moving from one job to the other, you know, are you going to be labeled as having a pre-existing condition? Are you going to be right. denied health care or charged sometimes, you know, so mm-hmm. much more money that you can't afford it for health care exactly. based on a pre-existing condition? Yes. That's become the last big point here in Ohio. And Mike DeWine is running from the fact that he doesn't support people with pre-existing conditions that he's had the back of insurance companies. Not only does he not support them, he just like straight up sued the administration uh, for covering pre-existing conditions under the ACA. Like he's, he's adamantly opposed to it, not just like not support, but like adamantly opposed to it, which is hilarious because all of his like ads are like, no, no, I I care about people. And like, no, you don't, you've never cared about people. (laughs) Right. Right. He's he's always had the you know the Republican line of opposing the protections for patients that exist Absolutely. in the Affordable Care Act. Yes. Did you guys hear that Nevada may have their the first uh, majority female state legislature after this election? That must be nice. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it won't happen here anytime soon. But yay, Nevada! Right. But I mean, electing more women to office. Um, you know, is, is incredibly important. That's why we'll put the list of all of our endorsed candidates in the show notes. Um, getting more women in office is important because so many of the pre-existing conditions that insurance companies try and label on right. patients specifically deal with women's health care. Mm-hmm. You know. I feel like being a woman is basically a pre-existing condition. Yeah. Yeah, yeah probably. Right. And, and Mike DeWine doesn't, you know, doesn't share a concern about that. Not at all, even though he has a wife and, you know, granddaughters and daughters that he loves to point out in his ads, um, you know, your actions are saying otherwise. Yeah. Mm. So uh, that's that's kind of become the last big thing. So uh, if you if you care about people with pre-existing conditions, if you care about health care, if you care about Ohio. Yeah. um, We're supporting Rich Cordray. So and Betty Sutton. Um, so this is the last weekend of the campaign. Um, GLTV. Yep. Mm. Uh, you guys are... Tired. Uh, <laughs> you're two-thirds of our field team sitting right here. Um, what do you want people to know about getting out the vote? This uh, is the final push before Tuesday. 
uh, to get people to either go out and vote early or talk to your neighbors, talk to people in the neighborhood, um, you know, get to know the candidates if you do not already, you know, look at the issues and and get out to vote. People are much more likely to actually go out and vote if they talk through their plan with somebody and maybe that somebody could be you at the door. Yes. That's right. Uh, so we've got door knocking that we're specifically asking people to join up with, um, in Columbus and in Youngstown. Mm -hmm. Um, Kelly, you've been out of the doors. What's been your experience, uh, knocking across Ohio so far this fall? Most of my experience is that people aren't home. (laughs) (laughs) They don't answer. There's people it's, I mean, I've been going out in the evenings on Thursdays and on like midday on Saturday when people are running errands or it's dinner time. So like. It's hard. Mm, yeah, most days they're not going to, like, most of the time that no <laughs> one's going to answer, you're going to leave something at the door and then walk away. Um, I've also, we've also been talking to people who aren't typical voters, um, at, at least up until this point. So a lot of it is just, like, having that conversation been like, okay, yeah, I didn't realize that this was as, as important as it is, so I actually will go vote. So people who um, aren't your typical midterm voter might be changing that this, this time around. Which right. is actually like pretty indicative of the numbers we've seen at early voting too. So right, yeah, we'll know that we know that they're more likely to be a pro-choice voter, a you know pro-healthcare voter, um, a, a Cordray Sutton supporter. They just need that little bit of boost, a little bit of information, mm-hmm. a little nudge to get them out to the polls. Right. Yeah, nine times out of ten, you're not like we're not going to send you to somebody's door that they're going to yell at you. I mean, they might yell at you because they're like, "You're the tenth person at my door today," but <laughs> <laughs> at least they know we care. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, you know, we uh, we went out uh, earlier this year. If you don't want to talk about politics, especially around midterms, get out of Ohio. We're a purple state. It's going to happen. <laughs> Uh, but since you're here, uh, yeah, get out. You know, we, we went out to uh, knock on doors earlier this year in support of Cordray. Um, it was more towards the, the Supreme Court battle. Um, but there yeah. was a lot of folks that said, hey, you know, there are, uh, there's, a, you know, not that many years where people come knocking on our doors and getting that, you know, that piece of lit, having that personal conversation with right. somebody was really, you know, a big factor. And, oh, yeah, I guess I will vote. Right. Uh, and so this is an incredibly effective tactic. You don't have to sit there on the phone making phone calls. It's fine. But um, right. we're asking folks to go out and, and knock on doors. Yeah. Uh, if you're afraid that you're going to get yelled at, bring your child with you. They're less likely to <laughs> yell at you if you have a baby attached to the front of you. Uh, yeah, I might bring uh, one, of the, uh, one of the kids along. So, you know. Yeah. Have, them, have them run the, the lid up to the door. When I, when I went canvassing last Thursday, I brought my 14-month-old, and he's just a happy little dude just bouncing along with me, and people are like, oh, there's a baby. I'm like, oh, it's politics. <laughs> <laughs> I tricked you. Uh, so we've got on our Facebook page, uh, always look there on the events tab uh, for information. Um, Saturday, there's uh, in Columbus and Youngstown, two shifts, one in the morning, one in the afternoon. Uh, and then each of the following days, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, uh, there's three or more shifts that you can sign up. So there's plenty of opportunities whenever you have uh, just a few hours. Uh, come out and join us. Uh, if you're nowhere near the areas that we're asking people to go to, that's also cool. Uh, there's a you know local Democratic County Party. They're running door canvases um, in 
every county. So, um, you know, you might not end up in one of our endorsed districts, but you'll probably end up in one that we like. Um, <laughs> you'll be supporting Cordray Sutton, which is, uh, you know, incredibly right. important. Absolutely. Um, no matter where you go. Uh, so get out there, you know, hang some lid on some doors. It's incredibly easy. Um, all the lists now are, are on an app on a phone, so you don't even have to, like, schlep around the whole clipboard and stuff. Dress for rain. Dress for rain. Um, it's worth it. True. Uh, you know, most important midterm of our lives. Uh, so far. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's, that's like, the, the fun part of the conversation that we had scheduled here. Um, everybody's been shocked over the past mm-hmm. week. Um of of political threats of violence and actual violence. Yeah. Uh, starting with bombs that were discovered outside the homes and offices of really a important lot. Democratic, um, you know, either candidates or, you know, prior candidates. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's been very uh, unsettling to know that people take things this far when it comes to politics. Yeah. I would, I mean, it's it's unsettling and it's disturbing, but it's also, in a lot of ways, not surprising with all the dog whistling that has happened with Fox News. It's just like, hey, everybody, you should do this. Oh, no, they're doing it. It's, yeah. Well, I don't know what we were expecting. Right, other than, when they're like, kind of inciting violence, mm-hmm. I mean. Right. Yeah. You know, the, there was uh, the, the first guy uh, who turned out to be uh, a Trump supporter from Florida with the, the van covered in stickers, yeah. um, mailing pipe bombs to the Clintons, to the Obamas, to other members of mm-hmm. the Democratic Party, to you know some journalists, or targeting uh, political officials at like CNN's headquarters, even right. though they didn't work there. Um, you know, and there were some pretty uh, heartless or disgusting responses from some pundits that said, well, it, these bombs didn't actually get to their target, so they weren't really, you know, as if it didn't pass through, right. you know, a dozen hands of postal officials, right, you know, right. people who are parents and sons and daughters yeah. and husbands and wives were, you know, handling these dangerous yeah, these packages. these aren't bombs that were just kind of like fake like these were actual bombs that could have went off so right. uh for them to minimize that is just uh it's, it's just sickening I, yeah. yeah i'm really disgusted with the people who are saying that it's false flags to get more votes for the democrats in the midterms yeah that's what is wrong with you right there's no there's just we're at an all-time new low right uh two we days say until we talk about something else yeah <laughs> Uh, two days after the uh, bombs uh, were discovered, there was a shooting in Kentucky in a Kroger's. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turned out that um, the gunman had originally tried to enter a, uh, a black church in that community, mm-hmm. uh, wasn't able to get into the building, but was still determined to kill black people. Black people. Yes. Uh, and shot and killed uh, an elderly black couple. In a grocery store. Yeah. I mean, seriously, it doesn't get any worse than people targeting or, or taking their hate and just going to kill anybody. Right. Just random black people because you hate black people or you just, I don't know. Like, I just, yeah. Right. Uh, and then very soon after that, we learned about the uh, shooting in the synagogue in uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, 
uh, where 11 people were killed. Another really, like, big form of hate against Jews. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, it very explicitly, apparently the gunman, you know, ran through the building shouting that Jews must die. Yeah. You know, this yeah. is... It's hard to talk about because it's so disgusting. And, and to see people hate... If you hate people that that much, then why not just, like, sh- shut yourself in a house or something? Like, don't come out. Yeah. It's... Uh, Get a hobby. <laughs> it's really frustrating that, like, there's all of these depictions of, like, Middle Eastern people and, Islam- and uh, people who practice Islam that are the terrorists when really, like... It's the homegrown terrorists that we have that we need to be most afraid of. It's domestic terrorists. It's it's angry white, white men. men. Yeah. yeah, right. Uh, something that was uh, you know uh, something that was beautiful that came out of an incredibly disturbing situation. The Islamic Center of Pittsburgh, since you brought up uh, Muslim community, um, raised. Uh, when I first shared this, they'd raised seventy thousand dollars for attack victims and their families. I know that uh, amount has more than doubled since then. Yeah, they've raised enough to cover the funerals for all eleven people. Right. You know, I, everybody. Uh, there's there's this you know Fox News driven this Republican driven notion uh, that you know, people of the Muslim faith are, are, are terrorists. And here, you know, you've got Muslims coming forward to help Jews exactly. in this community. That's not where the problem is. The exactly. problem is the white guy running through the synagogue with a rifle. Yeah. You know. But somehow that continues to be overlooked. Right. And, and you know, the president uh, is pushing his both sides talk, you know, well... This wouldn't have happened had they been armed. armed. You know, Seriously? they were. <sighs> Most synagogues have armed guards and how always have. Because anti Semitism isn't a new thing in the United States. Right. It's not a new thing in the world. Like, there has always been armed guards at synagogues. Right. But placing blame on victims. It's the president's MO. Yeah. You know, I I was doing a little comparison in my head of how Trump reacted to this um, with, you know, remembering President Obama seeing Amazing Grace at the church yeah. in South Carolina. And, you know, <laughs> it's just how far we've fallen um, and, and how important it is to, you know, send yeah. a message against the Trump administration by rejecting the Republican candidates on the ballot that have allowed him to take control of the party and the country. Exactly. You know, Steve Stivers came out uh, just yesterday talking uh, about how he disapproves of Steve King, Congressman Steve King's uh, statements. In Iowa? Yeah. Um, and, And I'm like, okay, Steve Stivers, I agree with you now, but where the hell have you been for, you know, over two years? Where was Steve Stivers, you know, condemning this hate speech when it was coming yeah. from the now leader of his party right. against Mexicans, against women, right. talking about sexual assault? You know, do all we, of a sudden, <laughs> there's like some line and he has to speak up. Do we, when, with, regarding uh, people of faith, do we want to talk about like the nice things that Ohio RCRC is doing? Yes, that's a good transition because <laughs> this conversation is unfortunately... Just, just dark. Yeah. yeah. So our friends at the Ohio Religious Coalition for Reproductive Choice have been doing a series of abortion clinic blessings, and they had one at preterm up in Cleveland. Was it 
Monday? Yes. And uh, all from all accounts and like all the photos you've seen, it looked like it was a really good time. Uh, people were singing. There were a lot of uh, different um, speakers and uh, not, not, not a lot of protesters, which was a nice okay, turn of yeah. events. Right. Yeah. Ohio RCRC, the Religious Coalition for Reproductive Choice. Yes. I just have to say it in my head before I say it out <laughs> loud. Um, yeah, this, they've done several clinic blessings over, over the past few years. Mm-hmm. Um, always a terrific, worthwhile uh, endeavor. Um, preterm specifically has always had a, uh, a room dedicated in their clinic to, to give uh, women, uh, you know, a space to, right. you know, for quiet reflection or prayer. Uh, so nice. this definitely fits in with, um, you know, most clinics are, are open to the, you know, the cool, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I feel like preterm more than other places, right. uh, has, has made that extra effort to, uh, you know, to really sort of acknowledge the presence of faith in someone in seeking healthcare, including abortion care. Well, I mean, a lot of the pushback against abortion care has to do, like, from the extreme religious rights, God hates people who get abortions, and that's not really the case. It's not really true. There are lots of pro-choice clergy and uh, not really any, like, text-based evidence that God would hate anyone who sought care that they needed. Uh, So there was a New York Times article... uh, uh, a couple weeks ago uh, that we uh, have yet to discuss uh, on this podcast. When was the last time we had a podcast? It's been a couple weeks. There you go. We've been busy. Yep. Working the election. Yep. Uh, <laughs> this is this is yet another question of um, where where's the space in the Democratic Party uh, for people who oppose abortion rights? I mean, as far as I'm concerned, there isn't a space. <laughs> like there's no, there's no space in my party for them. Right. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I know that there's people, uh, elected officials within the Democratic Party, you know, with, within the Democratic caucus down the street in mm-hmm. the state house, who, you know, and they're mostly men who, right. who just, they're not familiar with women's reproductive health care. They're not familiar with abortion care. They definitely know women who've had abortions, but right. they've never really had conversations right. with them about it. So, so, you know. And there is a difference between being personally pro life. Um, but not legislating that way. And that's, that's where, that's where I will not talk to these people, but allow some wiggle room. (laughs) Sure. Um, but I know that's, I I think that's what the conversation is. How the New York times phrased it. And this was the part that kind of made my head explode. And the reason why I wanted to bring this up Mm -hmm. is they're referring to, uh, they're, they're looking at a, uh, a state legislator from Missouri and so they say that this person is trying to broaden the party's platform on abortion. And that, to me, seems to be mm-hmm. the most ass-backwards way of saying remove rights. They're not <laughs> broadening the platform Yeah, that's when you restrict someone's access to a clinic. What a way of twisting words. From the New York Times. Gross. You know, when I was a boy, <laughs> the New York Times was a liberal rag. You know, right. I, I don't understand this paper printing this. And, and they've been doing a bunch of things, uh, you know, supporting the Republican ideas, supporting anti-abortion notions. 
Uh, I've worked with this reporter, Sabrina uh, Tavernese. She's been here in Ohio in the State House. And to see that this concept is phrased as broadening the platform on abortion by bringing in somebody who opposes rights, I don't get it. I don't either. That's gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Seem to be just totally backwards. Yeah, absolutely. So. Uh, okay, so election day coming up on Tuesday. Yes. Uh, we will know who is the next governor. Uh, we will know what the state legislature looks like. Yes. Uh, we will know that Sherrod Brown's been reelected to the U.S. Senate because <laughs> Jim Renacci isn't a real candidate. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm I'm really disappointed that we don't have a senator to vote for in 2020. It's just the presidential and like other stuff going on. Actually, yeah, that's the only thing we have in Ohio in 2020 is the presidential election, isn't it? Uh, yes. Unfortunately, we don't get to kick out Rob Portman for a long time until 2022. Wow, that's <laughs> weird that there's no other elections like made like major ticket elections in 2020 except for presidential in Ohio. Yes. I mean that's enough though. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but it's just weird. I'm sure some state issue will come along right. and then it'll be, uh, you know, the, the one side or the other will bring up something and, and that'll become, it'll fill that void of well, what else are we talking about. Well, it could be some city council seats too, who knows, but as far as major. Yeah. That's, yeah. What will we be doing? We're a state-based organization. We'll be, uh, we'll be opposing Donald Trump. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> between now and then. And then 2021 uh, is the redraw. I'm excited. <laughs> Uh, between now and not even 2020, between now and December, we're going to have... We're going to die. <laughs> between now and the end of December, uh, we're going to have a lame duck uh, session. So the General Assembly gets one last push right. um, before whoever gets elected comes in in January. January correct. Uh, this lame duck session, and we've seen some real doozies in the past year. Uh, this has been where... Um, the legislature handed a six-week abortion ban to mm-hmm. Kasich, uh, along with a 20-week abortion ban. Uh, he very famously vetoed the heartbeat bill, the six-week ban, signed the 20-week right. ban. <laughs> uh, that was a big stunt. Uh, you Absolutely. Wanna, you want to make a prediction here and now? What are we going to see in lame duck this year? This time a year ago, I actually, on my time hop, I can see when we were like at the state house. Like the entire day. Remember that we were like there from like nine to five. Mm-hmm. That was that was this day a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Antani's Pregnancy Misinformation Act move forward. That could be. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we see uh, the method ban come back. That's very likely. Yeah, it's been a minute since we've seen that one. Yeah. Uh, so that would be a ban on the most commonly performed second trimester surgical perform- uh, surgical abortion mm-hmm, method. I mean, method ban. I mean, we might see the six week back come back. We'll see. Yeah, I think that's going to continue to come back yeah. until. I mean, that's never going to die. No. <laughs> well, it uh, you know it Mike will Dewine, die, but they will continue to reintroduce it. Mm-hmm. Mike Dewine said that he would sign it. So oh, if yeah, Dewine absolutely. gets elected, it'll come back really quickly and be signed into law. And and be signed into law unless there are members of the Republican Party that say, "Hey, this was all hypothetical in the past." Mm-hmm. You know, voters and elected officials need to understand that none right. of these discussions are hypothetical anymore absolutely. with a Trump-packed court. Mm-hmm. If it gets signed, 
you know, there isn't going to be the Supreme Court to knock down on constitutional ideas anymore the way that they used to be. Um, yeah, when I say the six-week ban is coming back, I'm anticipating the election of Cordray, in which case they're like, oh, no, we only have so many weeks to get this through. And uh, Kasich over, uh, vetoed it last time, but there's enough currently in the administration to, to do a veto override if they so choose. And this would be their last opportunity to do so. They might try that. Yeah. yeah. They might try that. Um, if if Cordray is elected, uh, then one of the most important... It's going to be a mess. <laughs> ...aspects... Yeah, it will be a mess. Uh, one of the most important aspects to remember is Steve Dettelbach. If Cordray... You know, I'm assuming yeah. if Cordray wins as governor, Dettelbach's going to become our AG. Mm-hmm. Uh, having Steve Dettelbach there to say, listen, I'm not going to, as attorney general, right. waste taxpayer dollars exactly. defending unconstitutional abortion bans. Whereas Mike <laughs> DeWine has done that Countless times. Unless right. there's an amendment to the bill that will sign some other attorney to defend it because they've started doing that too, haven't they? It's all a mess. <laughs> so This yeah. is why we have to get sane people back, you know, to running for office because things are just crazy. Yes. Check our show notes for any type of uh, volunteer activities we may be doing between now and Tuesday. Yes. Um, and we'll see everybody on the flip side. Bye.